speak, it's like y'all don't hear Why I feel like God don't care Why I feel like I ain't good as no one else I'm searching but my pride ain't there I just feel like life ain't fair My boy got shot, died right there But me, I died twice and came back to life So tell me how can I be scared Why do I gotta doubt myself All I ever do is doubt myself Drink liquor to the head, consume it by the pint Like I don't care about my health Really, yeah, I'm just trying to numb the pain Love and hate, it all just feels the same Won't say I'm affected by the fame But even my mama know I change So I get drunk till I can't feel The love's fake, the pain's real Got so many scores Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is episode three of Inner Thoughts with Kenny. I am, as always, I am your host, Kenny. And I will be your instructor, carriage driver, all that good stuff as we go down the journey and talking about mental health and just different things that affect us on a day-to-day basis. Um, not only as people, but in some instances, specifically us as people of color, black people, African-Americans, Negroes, niggas, whatever you want to call it. Um, this episode, I'm going to dive into this one. We're going to speak on anxiety. Um, anxiety in itself is similar to depression, as we spoke to the first episode, um, but it has a little bit more differences. Um, depression is more of that feeling of hopelessness. Anxiety is more of that fear. Um, so speaking on anxiety, what is anxiety? Um, anxiety is that, that, that those feelings of dread, those feelings of uncertainty in the face of the unknown, um, sometimes in the known. Um, anxiety is that, um, is that sometimes it's uncontrollable. It's persistent. It's overwhelming. It, it's just, it's a feeling that you, you don't know what's coming. You don't know how to control it. Um, and that does play some key parts into it. Um, with that being said, I do want to speak, um, give you guys a few stats. Um, especially when I'm talking about things like these, I try to give some more background data. Um, this is coming from the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. It is a nonprofit organization um, that talks about anxiety. Um, with that, they have national data indicates that nearly 40 million people in the United States experience an anxiety disorder in any given year. That's approximately 18 percent of the population. That's, uh, that's probably a lot of people. Um, eight percent of those. Um, well, not eight percent of those, but eight percent of children and teenagers experience anxiety um, by the time they be tur- turn twenty one. Um, only about one third of those eighteen percent of the American population actually receive treatment for it. Even even though a lot of these disorders are highly treatable, um, whether it be through uh, therapy or some type of medication, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but we'll talk about that on some other later date. Um, so with that, so you, when it breaks down to, you have everyday anxiety and then you have anxiety disorder. So with everyday anxiety, it it goes more to when you're worried about paying your bills, when you're worried about getting that job, when you're worried about your romantic, um, you know, some partnerships and things like that. Um, sometimes it, it manifests itself in embarrassment, um, self-consciousness. Um, a lot of time you, you'll see as a case of the nerves, when you get sway, um, when you start, you know what I'm saying? For me, I know personally, I get sweaty when I get anxious. I'm very, like, I was sweat. I was sweat like a damn whore in church because, you know what I'm saying, I'm nervous. <laughs> so it's that nervousness. Um, it may manifest in, you know what I'm saying, being able to have difficulty sleeping. Um, sometimes you get sadness and things like that. Those That's everyday anxiety. That's, that's anxiety that a lot of us go through on a day-to-day basis. Then you have, when you get into anxiety disorder, it's more of that un it's that constant, it's that, it's that persistent, it's that constant, overwhelming f- 
fear, that distress of just everyday living. It's the anxiety disorders you see it a lot in uh, introverts, especially um, where they don't want they want to avoid social situations. They have a fear of being judged, fear of being embarrassed, fear of being humiliated, fear of being talked about. Um, so that's when you get into, like I said, it's a it's a co consistent, constant thing when it's a disorder. And then everyday anxiety is what we 95 percent of us probably go through, you know, what I'm saying just like living life. Um, so it's a uh, it's a it's a it's it's a thing. <laughs> I'm not even sure the ways I want to talk to uh way I want to explain it, but it is a thing. Um so with that being said, I'm also gonna to talk to the black side of it, which is you know what I'm saying, like I said, about forty million people in the United States suffer from some form of anxiety. Only about one third of those recognize what's happening and talk to somebody about it. And then breaking it down even more, only about one quarter of black people who experience anxiety and related type of uh, disorders actually speak actually seek out mental health care and that's in comparison comparison to roughly 50 percent of you know, other races who actually do seek out that mental health care so it's, it's a it's an alarming number um once again when i go back to the first episode which is we, we don't we, we try to sweep these things under a rug and we don't talk about them as often and they need to be talked about these things need to be described um so, huh, where do I want to go from here? Anxiety. Let's, let's just speak on it. So, as I mentioned earlier, so I, I experience anxiety um, in day-to-day -day life. Like I said, sometimes I'm stressed about bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially like, all right, did I get enough hours in this paycheck? You know, since the, it's the first of the month, that last that last paycheck of the month, is it going to be enough hours to cover everything I need to do? Um, get stressed about you know what I'm saying? Yo, I got, I got to, got to do something for the babies. It's birthday coming up or, you know what I'm saying? Christmas is coming up. Am I going to have enough money to buy these gifts or, you know, something I'm going to have enough money to do that. A lot of it does come down to like financials. You stress about that. Those are a whole lot because financials dictate damn near our entire lives. Um, but other instances, um, I've experienced anxiety, um, when it comes, especially from me personally, uh, meeting new people, uh, meeting new people and, uh, meeting, um, <laughs> it, it sounds lame and corny to say, but sometimes meeting women, um, I definitely like if I'm going on a date with a with a lady I've probably met once. You know what I'm saying? Chances are, I when I talked to her, I had swagger. No, like that's probably I probably had a little bit of swagger when I talked to her. However, our first actual meeting alone, I get extremely nervous, um, and that's due to the fact that. Um, how how do I come off? <laughs> I think that's a thing a lot of us. Uh, uh, wonder about it's like how do we come off to the opposite person or the opposite sex or just another person in general how do we come off to them are are they seeing me are they seeing the facade i'm putting up am i putting up a facade all these questions go through our minds which and then in, then in turn even triggers more anxiety and makes it makes it even more nervous um like i said and people experience that nervousness in different ways like i said for me it's personally just sweating and the uncertainty i know some people get the inner ear the bubble guts the bgs as they call it the butterflies or whatever you want to call it you know what I'm saying you get the, the churning in your stomach that's your, like i said these are your body's natural responses to that fear and that's essentially what anxiety is it's it's fear and a lot of it is the fear of the unknown um and it like I said, I'm I'm breaking into, you know, saying just talking about relationships and stuff like that. But that goes even deeper. Um, you think about the fear of the unknown, the fear of what's to come next that I have no control over. 
Um, so when some so some people experience that more when you think about death. And I know this is one of those subjects where all oh, is about to turn dark and demented. Me personally, I, don't, I try not to think of it that way. Like when you had that fear of the unknown, so a lot of people have a fear of death, which pushes them to into religion, which pushes into um, to different belief systems. Uh, for me personally, I look at the fear. I don't. I don't look at death as the unknown. I fear. I look at death as the, a new chapter, and that's how I keep my anxiety low about that. Which is, I don't. I don't. I don't fear it necessarily. I look forward to it. I look forward to something different, a different change. Uh, whether it be a new beginning, like I said, and whatever your specific belief system is, whether you're religious and you believe there's a heaven and a hell, or whether you're spiritual and you believe that, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to transform into Yahweh and all that good stuff, or you're one of those people who believe in a karma-based system where whatever I did in this life is going to turn around into the afterlife, or, you know what I'm saying, one of those people who believe in reincarnation, however you believe your belief system is, um, that fear of it may dictate why you believe certain things so that's always interesting to look at um but yeah let's dive let's dive more into like just you know saying our everyday anxiety moments um so like i said i spoke on you know, saying the financial anxiety that a lot of us experience um is because you know saying some a lot of us are living that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle it sucks it, it sucks it does it does stress it does put stress on your life um and one of the ways we can overcome that fear is to a put ourselves in a better situation. So when you look at, you know, say I'm stressed about, you know, saying how I'm going to pay this, how I'm going to do that, rent this, rent that, um, this bill, yada yada yada. Um, try to set yourself up for a, a better, better next week, or you know, saying a better next paycheck. As in, and and it can be the simple things. Do I really need to go out? Do, you know what I'm saying? If I um, do, I really need to. You know what I'm saying? Instead of buying this pack of Newports, can I? You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe not quit. Maybe you're not ready for that yet. But maybe I should dumb it down and go go get some of these uh, Virginia Slims, these menthols. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? Just just these small cognizant choices of you know what I'm saying. Slowly but surely getting us out of that that cycle of you know what I'm saying. Fearing the next paycheck. Well, you know what I'm saying? Making some choices, some cognizant choices, to where we don't. We're not going to spend this much on this paycheck. Like, you know what? Why do I have TV and internet and as well as fucking the home phone line, as well as I'm paying for Netflix and Hulu and, um, you know, I'm saying HBO Go, Showtime Go, all these different things. Maybe I need to consolidate. Maybe instead of, you know what I'm saying, me paying for TV and internet, I just need internet. I don't even need the home phone line. Nobody calls your home phone. We all got cell phones. So let me see. Let me cut some of those out. So now my bill went from 175 to now it's just 80 or 60, however much your internet is in your area. You know what I'm saying? Instead of do I need Netflix and Hulu? Yes, I granted that some they have some different things, but maybe I need maybe I need to consolidate in just one. You know what I'm saying? Hulu may have some of the more the basic basic cable television shows I like, but you know what I'm saying? Netflix has some new interesting things. So maybe I want to just call us, consolidate to that. That's another ten dollar save. Do I need HBO Go and Showtime? Like granted, yeah, you know what I'm saying? My TV, I got a TV show on HBO and I got a TV show on Showtime. Huh? But which one is, you know what I'm saying? Which one am I going to be more engaged in? Maybe I just need to cut it down to just Showtime. So right now we, we save, you save, you know what I'm saying? Damn around $100 by cutting out some of the smaller things that we didn't need. 
which in, in turn, that's another hundred dollars. Now we got on our paycheck and we're like, you know what? Now next, now next two weeks when it's time to pay whatever other bills, I'm not going to stress as much. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be so fearful of, am I going to have enough? Now I know I got enough. So, you know, so those are just small little ways we can help with that anxiety. Um, anxiety when it comes to, um, romance, <laughs> um, this one's a little bit harder because how do, how do you really prepare yourself or how do you really overcome that fear um, when it comes time to dealing with a, you know, saying a romantic partner or B, just new people in general. Um, and, and that's a hard one to touch on because I'm one I'm still trying to figure out for myself. So y'all can even give me some tips when you, when you, about how you deal with it. But for me personally, I know that laughter has always been my biggest medium. So let me laugh some more. Let me let me be my natural self, which is, yo, accept. Like either you're gonna like what you get, or you're not gonna like what you get. Accept what I am, which is I'm I'm a, I'm a little quirky, I'm a little weird, but you know what I'm saying. I got maybe I got a big heart. You know what I'm saying maybe you know what I'm saying you're one of those people subconscious of my parents. Well, you know what I'm saying. As long as I maybe instead of so focusing on the fact do I have on the name name brand gear, let me smell good. <laughs> let, let my accessories do a little bit more talking. You know, it's just small different ways like that. So when it comes time, we're a little bit more relaxed. We're a little bit more in our at home state to where we can deal with these things. Um, that's how this, some other forms of anxiety. Like like I said, anxiety is such is such a it manifests itself so, so many different ways. But like I said, anxiety of the unknown uh, when it comes to death. Which is that's going to be like I said, it's going that's a hard one to touch on because. They like said we all have different belief systems and things like that. But let's break down what death is. Death is, you know, what I'm saying life as you currently know it or life as we all currently know it ending. OK. What's so bad about that? <laughs> and I know it sounds terrible to say that was so bad about death. But what's so what's so bad about that? Because let's look at it from other points of view. Let's say that I've been in pain. You know what I'm saying let's say that I'm. I'm Stage four cancer, I'm, you know, saying I'm, my body is literally destroying itself. Well, so I'm in pain. This ending may be my salvation. This ending may be my peace. This ending may be my my coming my coming out of this pain and getting back to a more blissful state. Let's look at it as in, yo, I've been struggling my entire life. You know, saying life has just been rough. I went homeless. I lost my car. I lost my lost my wife. Lost my dog. Everything is sucked. All right, maybe maybe this. Maybe ending, maybe the, the the ending of your life as you knew it is creating is pushing you to that next step of it's a newer beginning. Maybe when I cross over or however you believe, maybe when I move on to that next step, things change. Like I said, and, and I think that a lot of that just comes into we have to change our mindset from let's try let's stop trying to fear the unknown because we can't control it, and let's let's start you know what I'm saying let's start looking at it in a more positive light as in. Yo, this is something different and something new. I have no idea what this is, but let me embrace something new. Let me embrace change. Change is, change at times can be terrible, but change overall is always a good thing. It's something that it shakes up your system. It shakes up your nervous system. It shakes up your mental system. It shakes up your, you know what I'm saying, your cardio system. It shakes up things. It it changes your your mental state, as in, you know what I'm saying, I've got a lot of times we get into a complacent state. We're not saying we've been stuck doing the same things over and over and over, experiencing these same anxieties over and over and over. Maybe change is there to fuck all that up and switch it around some. Maybe now I can 
I said, I can feel a little bit different. Maybe now, you know what I'm saying? Before I was stressed out every month about this and this and that and this and this and that. Now some change happened and now it's like, oh shit, I don't even worry about this shit no more. I'm in a new position. <laughs> I'm in a different state of life right now. I don't even worry about that no more. Everything is now gravy. It's okay. So, I mean, like you said, we got to we got to learn to train our minds to stop being so scared of not being in control. Stop being so scared of not knowing what's next to come. Because sometimes it's better. <laughs> it, it, yes, there's always possibility. possibility ah, I'm sorry. Possibility of it being worse. But sometimes it, it is better. Sometimes it is what you needed. Something that you longed for that you never knew you even longed for it. So, I mean, we got to we got to get more into those mind states. Um, so, like I said, I always try to get a little bit more personal with you guys. Um, just because I want everybody to fully understand me um, and, and who I am as a person and, and how I have some of these thought processes. processes. Um, so, for me, my own personal belief system, especially when it comes to religion, spirituality, life after death, all that good stuff. Me personally... I operate under a few different principles. One, energy doesn't die. As in, energy doesn't go away. It near it merely just transforms itself into another state. And you, and you see this all across science and nature and so forth and so forth. Um, I'll give you some, some specific instances. So in nature, you see it as that, that green leaf that provided chlorophyll, um, that, you know what I'm saying, that fed the roots, that, you know what I'm saying, that, get, that, made, the, that made the tree grow strong or the plant, the vine grow strong or whatever you want to, the, the leaf, the flower grow bright and colorful. That same leaf, when it dies, that energy is now transferred to the roots of the, of the base of the plant to where now it's getting that energy that that plant, that that leaf was holding. I was getting that to now we were still growing stronger. We're still getting bigger, still making more life. So I, I like to look at, for me personally, looking at the afterlife is energy doesn't die. It just transforms and moves on to a different state. So I don't, I don't think of death as that final frontier of just blackness, or I don't think of it as oh, I'm going to go on into a heaven or hell. I think of it as I'm just going to ch simply change form. And it doesn't necessarily mean I believe in reincarnation, but it just means that I believe that my energy, my soul, my consciousness is going to just transfer on to something else. So that's why I don't have it. That's why I don't have fear of death. But also it makes me a little bit more jaded and probably one of the worst people to talk to when, when you do experience loss in the family. Because I'm not like I'm not sure how to give condolences. Uh, I'm, well, I'm unsure of how to give the best condolences or the best to empathize with you in that situation because my thought process personally is, yo, don't don't cry. <laughs> my, my, my thought process personally, don't cry, don't be upset. This is just this is just a new frontier, it's a new beginning for that person or that loved one. And now, mind you, no one really wants to hear that. Hell, fucking, I lost my grandma. I ain't want to hear that shit from people. <laughs> and I have this belief system, but you know what I'm saying. I also, after I did my mourning and grieving, I did. You know what I'm saying? It took me maybe about a week or two and I finally was like, hey, you know what? Fam, this is something new. This is something, this is something different. And I can only imagine that she is in a better place. And that's the only thing. I can only feel that she's in a better place. Or maybe what is my what is the definition of better? We don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's my thoughts personally when it comes to my, my belief system. Also, um, like I said, I get more personal when it comes to me meeting new people. Um, 
making friends is always been a weird one for me. Um, all my friends, and I literally mean that all my friends, all my good friends, my best friends, f- friends I consider family, <laughs> like I've all met them just by pure circumstance. Like I've never actually sought out any of these people. We've all just met by this sheer, uh, sheer circumstance of the, the cards we would dealt at that moment in time. So taking my my best friend, um, once again, I try not to use names. My best friend, though, um, he's out in uh, Maryland. He's like a brother to me. <laughs> we literally met um, <laughs> in AIT in the Army. Sheer circumstance, I just happened to be standing, I believe it was like two people over from him. I said, he said something, I laughed. I'd, I said a joke back, he laughed. And and that's life. <laughs> I mean, we've now we've talked con- consistently for hell. That was 2009. It is now 2018. So damn near a decade, full decade. Me and him, you know, what I'm saying we are cool like that. I've been, you know, what I'm saying I went out to see him. We we've, we've done our, we've had our fun. We've had our little drinks. We've, we've done a lot. Um, seen him, seen him grow his family. He's seen me grow throughout my life. Um, somebody I talked to. Maybe not on a day-to-day basis, but you know what I'm saying? Even if we don't talk to him for a month, if I call him, he don't answer, he's going to call me right back. <laughs> I mean, lately he's been slacking, but you know what I'm saying? Me and him talk about that. But you know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's just a pure circumstance thing. Like, we just happen to meet. Like I said, so I've never, I've been one of those people, I've never really sought out to meet people. And hell, that's even with all my romantic relationships. It's literally, literally been about circumstance. Like, yo, I met you... Um, hey, either I met you through a mutual friend or a family member, and next thing you know, here we are. <laughs> um, but it does bring me to I do I do have those anxieties when it's like, yo, I met you. Yes, I met you in this social gathering circle or this social gathering space. But now it's time for me to go and move on to meet you as a person on a one-on-one thing. That's when my nervousness kicks in. So that's when, um, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out how do I overcome that anxiety of, you know what I'm saying, meeting, meeting some, a possible significant other or a possible, you know, some romantic interest. Because I, I do get a nervousness. Like, yo, I will have to change shirts like four or five times. Like, I mean, underarms just be sweating Niagara Falls. It'd be, it's crazy. It's wild. Um, and a lot of times what I do, which is a terrible thing that I know probably a lot of us do, we use, we use that liquid courage. We use, we use alcohol to, you know, saying overcome that. Um, it's terrible because it's terrible for the body. I'm a pure drinker and I'm drinking right now, probably. Um, but it is what it is. But um, I said, like, yeah, all in all, I know I've gotten on a, a few separate different tangents, but they all lead back to the same thing, which is when we're thinking of fear, when we're thinking of anxiety, of being anxious, um, there's, there's a number of things we can do. One, change our mindset. I know this is harder said than done, but changing mindset, slowly changing mindset. Like I said, when I spoke on fin- financial anxiety, that's just changing your, changing your spending habits. Um, speaking on, you know what I'm saying, um, that, um, that religious, spiritual anxiety, that's changing your mind state of, or mindset of what is to come. You know what I'm saying? Putting a more focus on what is instead of what could it be. Um, and then the romantic anxiety, um, relationship anxiety, or should I say, um, 
that one, like I said, is still up in the air for me personally. But like I said, it is number things, which is be, be you. Try to be more confident in yourself. A lot of us are very self-conscious, but you know what I'm saying? Have as much confidence in yourself and who you are as a person and get into the more, you know, this is who I am. You, you will like it or you won't like it. Um, so you got to, sometimes you got to turn to you like your asshole mode sometimes with that. But uh, overall, like I said, dealing with anxiety is definitely number one thing is when you are dealing with these things that you really don't know how to overcome. Talk to somebody else. And you're going to hear this is a recurring theme across this entire podcast from day one until the day that I stop. I forget to do a week or, you know, what I'm saying it just I develop into something else. Talk, speak. We, we have to talk to one another. We have to speak to one another. We have to talk to somebody, even if, you know, what I'm saying we're scared to talk to somebody. We still have to reach out. We have to write a letter, email text whatever you got to do but you know what I'm saying you have to develop a dialogue with someone else other than your own mind in order to overcome a lot of these things so I'm once again I'm just gonna leave you guys with this um talk to somebody conversation is everything it's, it's gonna be a reoccurring theme reoccurring mantra for my you gotta talk to somebody um also a reoccurring thing for mine is gonna be move around some in the, in the words of mom dukes move around some don't let don't stay don't stay complacent don't stay in the same spot but like i said i think that is all i have for today's episode um once again i just want to thank you all for listening um whoever it is i don't care if you you know say you only listen for five ten minutes thank you for even giving me that chance to talk to you for five ten minutes um i hope everything or i hope just something speaks out to you i hope you know, said everything at least goes in one ear. Maybe you hear something you don't hold on to, but you're able to pass it on to somebody else. Um, and once again, just thank you all and stay tuned for the next one. Peace, love, chicken grease, and I'm out.